pick your class and learn your battle points. Because it's time for the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Welcome to episode 193 of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. I'm your host, Sage Goodwin, joined by... Wolf Wolf Wolf, uh, here from Star Wars YouTube. I do a lot of Battlefront 2 gameplay videos, recreations, phone of the week, you name it. In this episode, we're going over the recent news that EA is, quote, doubling down on Star Wars games, the future of the community, talking a bit about the awesome video that Wolf did as well as our favorite game modes in Battlefront. Splendid. I'm very excited to be here today and to talk about what I love. Let's get started. So first off, let's get the EA news that everyone has been talking about since it came out. EA is, quote, doubling down on Star Wars games. What do you think of all, all of this? Yeah, I was very excited to see that. Uh, I believe I actually saw Wayfinder post that on Twitter. Uh, with EA saying that they're going to make another Star Wars game. Really exciting stuff. I'm obviously excited for Star Wars Squadrons, uh, but to hear that there's another game, I mean, am I really going to be upset about that? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I know some people online were saying that they were a little concerned because uh, they said two Star Wars games, uh, quote, being rushed out, end quote. I don't think that necessarily is the case, um, but I'm very glad that uh, EA's putting attention towards their Star Wars fan base um, and community. So, Battlefront 2015 and Battlefront 2, as well as Jedi Fallen Order, have been the Star Wars EA games that we've gotten so far. Uh, this has been a topic for quite some time on the Battlefront podcast, but let's let's go over it with this uh, information as well. So, the EA license ends in about three years or so. It, it expires in 2023. I think it's very interesting that they're going to say now that they're going to double down on Star Wars games when we've had mm-hmm. then they when they've had the license 7 years now. One thing that I think is definitely clear is the numbers. So Battlefront has had insane growth recently from it being added mm-hmm. to Steam and it being added for the free PlayStation Plus game. It has mm-hmm. been super super popular which is really weird considering how close it has been since they ended support right uh i i've been seeing all that that with uh was it 14 million players now it's it's insane it's like what that that's like one of that's something that is (laughs) crazy to think about and it and someone also put up a comparison between battlefront and battlefield 5 and it's really night and day the difference between those two and it's crazy to think that they decided to go with Battlefield Five after these huge numbers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's definitely it's definitely an odd choice for them, but I definitely right. think that Dice isn't a multi-game studio as much as they would like to be. Um, we saw that with Battlefield and Battlefront, specifically in this this wave of games where you have Battlefield Five getting an update, and then when that happened, you saw a lull and battlefront mm-hmm. updates and then vice versa you saw battlefront getting amazing support and then battlefield 5 was really really low support right right although i, do, I can't speak too much for the battlefield battlefield community uh, i definitely saw that as well when they were you know diverting attention from battlefronts our community you know really felt that um, but also when they were giving us attention it, it was amazing <laughs> definitely <laughs> 
<laughs> it was yes. good to be the golden uh, child. <laughs> <laughs> indeed, indeed. I definitely believe that EA is going to do everything that they can to, uh, I guess, re-instill trust in the community. I think they've done a good part with the large, uh, I guess, number of, of the community ever since, you know, the Battlefront 2 mishap. Definitely. Uh, but I still believe that the wider community that isn't as engaged still feels a certain way towards EA. Um, and they're just trying to make sure that they can, you know, hold on to the license. I don't know if that's for better or for worse, but um, we'll see with, you know, how these, these games turn out, both Squadrons and the, the other game that they're going to uh, double down on. Definitely. In the coming months. They're making good strides too. So we have Star Wars Squadrons not having any microtransactions, but yes. they're also not planning on any updates currently. Uh, that So previous episode was recorded before the trailer and all the information came out, but Star Wars Squadron has a slew of awesome content. It definitely seems like they took the best aspects of Starfighter Squadron and brought mm-hmm. that over to its own game, basically. Um, carrying over a lot of the things, including the descriptions of uh, the vehicles, too, being directly brought over from Battlefront. <laughs> wow. Uh, people really pay attention to detail. I, <laughs> I would not have known that. <laughs> um, the, yes. Um, one of the Criterion guys actually uh, noted, this, noted this on Twitter that it was the word for word what he'd written for Battlefront. He was really happy that it was carrying on the legacy into the new game. It's really awesome to see, but... Um, there, like you, like you said, there is definitely that broader scope of game people, people who play games, people who read, um, who ag- who read the very poorly written and not really researched reports on Battlefront at its beginning, where right. you had these very negative and very off-putting reports on Battlefront and its microtransactions. Really, <laughs> there were a lot of those. <laughs> yes, and like Battlefront didn't do anything over the top it did whatever what every other game was doing it just somehow got to be the poster child for microtransactions and i think that no 100 that definitely 100%. has to do with ea and ea being a, uh, a company that in the gaming community isn't really uh, highly respected <laughs> no no obviously i think they were voted the most disliked company uh in the united states i think uh, so multiple years in a row um, I think, yeah, they, they made the Guinness Book of World Records for that Reddit reply yes. um, for most downvoted comment. Uh, yeah, I, I, I definitely don't remember being very upset. I remember just when, when Battlefront 2 came out, I was very excited to, to get Naboo, to get such a beautiful game, Clone Wars, all this stuff. Um, so for me, I wasn't very like upset that Vader cost so much. But when they actually broke down the numbers of how many hours of gameplay you would need um, to, to, to unlock these characters, which felt like they should have came with the game, I, I was like, okay, I'm on board with everyone being upset. Mm-hmm. Um, I read an article about Battlefront 2 being banned in like certain countries in Europe because it was gambling. Yes. Um, because you were putting money in for, for loot crates. I don't need to explain what that is. I'm sure everyone's very familiar. But... Yeah, no, it's it's a it's a good good step that EA has been you know giving us. I think they they've, in my opinion, with uh, Battlefront Two have have more than made up with all the free DLC, um, much more than I expected to come to the game, uh, personally. But so I, I'm not I'm not upset with EA though. I do really hope that they continue to communicate with the community, and and 
consult people for what they want uh, to see in a Star Wars game because everyone's very passionate about Star Wars in the community. Definitely. And as you can see, you know, it's it pulls on heartstrings, both positive and then negative. <laughs> <laughs> people are very, very passionate about it. Um, so that that news that EA is doubling down was an IGN report uh, in an uh, investors meeting, I believe. They had mm. um, that quote, and you can see, uh, at least on Twitter, there when they posted that, you can see a large group of gamers coming on the EA hate train once more. And mm-hmm. Battlefront, even with all of that, that negative, did extremely well. One of the top selling games for EA, um, not as high as like Sims or Apex, which are the, the top tier ones. But it's right. definitely interesting to see. On that front, what kind of games would you like to see EA make going forward? Oh my, what kind of games would I like to see? I would love to see some form, and I know a lot of people say they want to see remastered versions of Republic Commando or Jedi Knight. I, I want to see something new for sure. Definitely. I, I would love to have an open world Star Wars game, which allows you to visit planets, fly your own ship, customize your, your own ship, and not like Swotor. You know, I, I really mm-hmm. do mean, like, full functionality, like Jedi, like Jedi Fallen Order, I guess, but with, um, with more freedom. You know, not like such a linear game meant for single player, but also open world multiplayer would be amazing, where people can live out their Star Wars games. And maybe, you know, who knows? In the future, we might be able to make that virtual reality supported, so that you don't even have to. I mean, you can just escape into this. Star Wars world, you know, with all the planets, with all the characters, be who you want. I think that that would be the dream for me. Definitely. Uh, so, talking about VR, what are your thoughts on Squadrons and its support of VR? Because I, I think that's pretty. That's definitely a huge step forward for gate VR gaming. I am so excited for that. Have you played Vader Immortal in in virtual reality? Sadly, no. The only experience I've had with VR is we have PlayStation VR, so I know it's getting okay. added soon. But okay. I played the Battlefront 2015 VR, and that was such VR an awesome thing. experience. That was amazing. Yeah, so funny story. Uh, I have a friend of mine who ate at Taco Bell for a month because he wanted to win a PlayStation VR. He won three. <laughs> oh, uh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I managed to go over to his house, and I played that Battlefront 2015 uh, VR experience. And my God, you know, using the buttons, the target rangefinder, seeing the the Star Destroyer, like, in life size, it was massive. And I, the, med- the, the immediate moment when I saw that Star Destroyer, I was like, this is the future, you know, being able to live in Star Wars and play. And so when Star Wars Squadrons came out with VR capability for multiplayer, I was like, this, people are not going to know what they want or no, not want, but when they experience this, I hope it's, it's awesome for everyone. Definitely. Um, I've played Vader Immortal. Uh, I got it because... Um, someone who worked on the lighting in Vader Immortal had reached out to me on Instagram. Uh, he had told me that, hey, you should definitely get get the game. I was like, I don't have a VR headset. He's like, get the VR headset. This is an experience as a Star Wars fan you don't want to miss. So I picked up uh, a Rift, which didn't work with my PC at the time, returned it, got a Quest. And the Quest yes. is portable, lower res, but um, it does support Vader Immortal. Uh, and my God. I mean, being able to use a lightsaber, I I spent hours on end in my VR headset just 
fighting droids. I like unlocked Mace Windu's lightsaber, Anakin's lightsaber, you know, <laughs> training droids. It was it was awesome. Um, and I remember being like, wow, everyone needs to experience this. I shared it with. Oh man, I, I've watched that headset a bunch because I've shared it with like 25, 30 people. Uh-huh. I brought it with me when I went to London to share with people over there. Um, I got to let you experience it as well. I mean, I, I'll fly out to visit. It, it's such a cool experience. Definitely. Um, Dude, if if I'm ever in California or you're ever yes, in Colorado, come please. on over. I was actually really excited that Squadron supports the uh, the flight simulator uh, controller. What is it, HOTAS? I was Hotas, so yeah. confused when people in the squadron's Discord were talking about that because I had, I had no experience with that area of gaming at all. And then I'm like, <laughs> why do they keep on using this word? So I looked it up, and that those things are intense, and there's such a passionate oh, community yeah. around those. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, we might have future pilots or current pilots in those uh, in those Discord communities. Who knows? Ex- um, yeah. But yeah, I I didn't know what Hotas was either. I'm not gonna pretend like I did. Uh, <laughs> It was very cool to learn about that. Yeah, that, I think this will be one of the stepping stones. So we've got Half-Life, uh, Half-Life Alex. That's one of those like tentpole kind of VR games, one that's like really pushing the platform. And then you have, I think this is going to be another one of those types of games where you have such a widespread community that are going to be interested in the, the VR landscape of games because of this. Mm-hmm. Half-Life Alex was incredible. It was absolutely incredible. I haven't seen anything uh, on it. Just like really, I will not talk about it then. Yeah, so I've I've been kind of keeping keeping away from it just because eventually I want to play it. Uh, just mm-hmm. now that I've got the PC, I'll have to start researching into VR headset so I can experience all of that fun stuff. Ooh, yes. Go going on on the topic of PC on Battlefront. Let's talk about your awesome community video. So, <laughs> just for people who don't know, could you give like just a, a an umbrella description of what that awesomeness was. Yeah, of course. So last month, I contacted a bunch of Star Wars creators, Bombastic, John Gofet, Cinematic Captures, Azatru, among many others. And we did a charity video event where we all basically competed in the tournament style uh, competition on Battlefront. So it was like totem pole race who can stack as many jedi on top of each other uh hide and go seek or you know melee kills only uh and that was really fun because it's you know it's not the main objective of battlefront you know you're not trying to capture the points but it was really exciting to have everyone together for a good cause that got me thinking about the future of battlefront as a community so battlefront 2015 as it was ending it was starting to to drop off battlefront's Mm -hmm system for dlc was definitely limiting for the the people who could experience it so uh, for people who didn't play battlefront 2015 it was um you had the base game and then you had the season pass which came with four different dlcs or you could buy those dlcs separately um that was definitely one of those older generation kind of um support structures for a game we don't really Mm -hmm. see that anymore now because no, it's one of those no, things don't. that you you separate the community too much when you do stuff like that. It's definitely one why we see in like Apex and Fortnite we have more of the the battle passes kind of thing, where it's just you you pay this thing and then you get exclusive cosmetics. So it's nothing that really affects the gameplay. Um, and then the previous generation, it was definitely one of those things like you had a you had a multiplayer shooter, it had a season pass, you got extra stuff because of that, but. Because of that, it separated the community a little too much. 
and you saw a, a drop off on certain game modes, certain expansions. And towards the end of the life, we knew that Battlefront 2 was coming. We heard very, very big rumblings on that front. So as as Battlefront 2015 started to end, it started to drop off. And I, th I feel like we're in a different place with Battlefront 2 because of the community so strong. We've had so many new people in the community. It's a very vibrant place. And for so long, we've been a community based around content creation on like updates. So when I saw your video, I was like, oh my gosh, this, this right here is the future of keeping Battlefront 2 and subsequently Battlefront 2015 as a viable community to still be a part of. I'm in, I'm in a lot of Discord uh, servers uh, with you know, very like large groups of people, but they're all, you know, in their own spheres, either whether that be open game camera or battlefront modding or uh, Milsim community. Uh, there are a lot of players who I thought, you know, after the end of battlefront to receiving, you know, content updates would completely fall apart. Uh, but I've been surprised to learn that no, they actually pretty much all of those communities are still growing. Uh, which is quite remarkable. And I'm sure that has, you know, partly to do with Battlefront 2 being released on Steam and PS4, but um, it's it's quite remarkable. And the community members that have been a part of it still, you know, cherish and value that to this day. And I feel like the reason being is because Battlefront 2 is such an all-encapsulating, multi-era, uh, it's such a, it's like a complex game. You've got Starfighters, you've got Heroes, you've got Ewok Hunt. What is, what is Ewok Hunt, you know? <laughs> Um, and it's, it's a place that everyone can come together as a multiplayer game. It, it's the reason why Jedi Fallen Order cannot build that more than, you know, just being a single-player game, which obviously wasn't their goal. They weren't, they weren't trying to be a multiplayer game. But yeah. um, that's where the value comes in, and people can still have fun and enjoy their times. I loved what Arcros and Sammy Boy had done with the Battlefront Duels uh, Challenge Tournament. They had so many people get involved with that. I remember so many people telling me, Wolf, uh, I made it past the next round. I'm, I'm going to keep competing. Um, and I knew some of the finalists in the final round, but it was, it was really exciting to see so many community members engaging together, creating a game within a game. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where exactly what you're saying, uh, keeping the Battlefront community alive and growing it further. I'm 100% on board with that. What was the, the process like for getting all of these people together um, because the Star Wars Battlefront creator community is super close knit. We're all very supportive of each other. But what was that process like? Going to go into that that aspect just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So uh, a while back, Danger Cat had invited. I mean, I don't know when you came into this, but Danger Cat invited us to Wayfinder, um, and I was really excited to finally, you know have easy access to to meet some of my favorite creators definitely uh and it was recently around that time that i also started getting on twitter um and i noticed that instagram is where you know a lot of the audience is but twitter is where all the important decision makers are and where a lot of important news and information and opinions are shared so um i tried to get in contact with most of the creators via Twitter, which most of them did actually respond on Twitter. Uh, and I asked them, hey, would you be interested in doing this this project? Obviously, I flushed this out with my team. My team was really excited about this collaboration idea with other creators. Um, I, I really wanted to show 
you know, the broader community that we all know each other. You know, I, I know Bombastic and, and, and as a true and Sammy boy, and you know, the, these are people that I, I talk to you all the time. Uh, but we don't do video projects together. So our YouTube audience wouldn't know that, you know, we collaborate or mm -hmm. want to do something like this. Um, but yeah, I, I mentioned this uh, before to to Danger Cat, but it it felt like as a kid, um, every time I saw those crossover episodes with like Timmy Turner and like Jimmy Neutron yes. or, or you know different characters, SpongeBob and I don't know what other shows, but it was very exciting to see these crossover episodes. So I really wanted to do that with some of my favorite Star Wars creators, and it was a lot of fun. All of them had a blast. Uh, I basically had to find a time zone that worked with most of them, which was the hardest part, mm -hmm. especially with, you know, people being in all over the world, in Germany, darn in Aussies. the UK, in Australia, New Zealand, the United States. So unfortunately, Serensic Steel and, da uh, and Daily Tactics had to bite the bullet and wake up at 4 a.m. for this. Uh, but <laughs> it, was quite, it was quite fun. Uh, we unfortunately had some people who couldn't make it. Um, Ozzy Jedi, I know it was a big request. Uh, couldn't get him to come. Uh, among uh, Rogue Wolf, couldn't make it. Yeah, and I and I know a lot of people on my YouTube channel were asking for Zanny. Uh, Zanny didn't check his DMs. He's since responded to me. Uh, but <laughs> we might plan something else in the future. Excellent. Yeah, I, it was around that same time that you reached out that I was in the process of getting my parts for the PC, so I wasn't. I was like right on the That's edge of why. it too. Yeah. So yeah, you reached we out. We missed you. Yeah. We really missed you. I was like, oh <laughs> man, that would have been so fun. But like literally the next week, I had gotten the the PC stuff set up, so it was close, oh. but not close enough. Ah, oh, this rough timing. We'll run it back. Yeah, we'll definitely run it we, back. We definitely need to do more stuff with that. Um, just a little tease on the wayfinder front. So we've got some awesome stuff planned in that vein mm -hmm. so stay tuned to the wayfinder twitter and instagram you guys don't want to miss this <laughs> it's going to be epic oh yeah it's, i'm so excited i can't i can't wait <laughs> <laughs> that's as much as we can say now but we've made a lot of process and a lot of progress and a lot a little time just today a lot of the questions that i get asked um especially since we started streaming now Every Saturday we've started streaming. I love the streams. They're great. <laughs> I love doing the streams. It's so much fun. Oh my gosh. That, the last stream that we did um, with Ethan, where it was just me versus yes. him in Battlefront 2015, was so tense and so much fun. Both of you would kick my butt. I, I literally, there's a reason why I stick to cinematics. I don't play well. <laughs> that, so that was my first time actually, like, that was, no, my second second time playing Battlefront 2015 on pc and i was so mm. proud of what i could accomplish wow man i'm really impressed i was i was <laughs> expecting to get wiped the i was expecting the floor to get wiped with me but i i, I held my own <laughs> probably because i was streaming that was the only reason <laughs> <laughs> yeah you felt the pressure of all your uh your audience members being like yo you gotta play well <laughs> exactly but it was super fun. Questions that a lot of people ask are like favorite heroes, favorite characters. So I'll be going forward with the podcast. It will be a lot of how to play and getting a bunch of cool people on the episode to talk about Battlefront and what they really love about it. Yes, yes. So on that I'd front. I'd love to tune into that. Yes. On that front, let's talk about our favorite game modes. Okay, okay. Well, do you want to go first on this? I'd sure. love to hear what you like. One of my favorite game modes, and it's something... That I was actually 
completely against when it got announced co-op so co-op when it got announced mm. i was like this is going to be dumb i'm going to hate this this is stupid <laughs> and th- there's there's episodes of the podcast where like when it got announced i was like this doesn't sound like my kind of thing and mm. i was wrong because it is exactly my kind of thing um mm-hmm. super surprising it's something that at the end of the day after work i'll go home boot up either the PlayStation, the Xbox, or PC, or whatever I'm, I'm closest to, and mm-hmm. put on co-op. Because it's it's me with three other people going against AI. There aren't really any like stresses or anything like that. I can just sit down, chill, and not worry about doing really good, getting on the scoreboard or anything like that. It's just something that I can, I can chill and enjoy. Oh, I 100% agree. It's also really fun when you can get people on. Like, you can get... I've gotten the three of my buddies on and we've been able to just like completely destroy everyone because then you get in a voice chat and you can really just like (laughs) coordinate everything. It's really Mm -hmm. fun. That's one of my favorites as well as I've been starting to, I've been trying to get more into the smaller game modes. Um, I think that's something Mm -hmm. that a lot of people overlook because they either go to capital supremacy or their heroes versus villains. So I've been trying to do more of the smaller stuff. And Mm -hmm. because of that, I really, really like strike um and yeah ewok hunt's you pretty play strike. fun i'm not great wow. but i do <laughs> <laughs> man no that's that's a really interesting niche one i don't even, i don't even remember the last time i played strike. Uh, yeah probably like three weeks ago <laughs> definitely now, now let's talk about what are some of the ones that you you're super into wow i love what you said about co-op because i felt the exact same way I was not excited at all. Why would I want to fight AI? Exactly. Then I realized the AI can kick your butt yes. and they can emote over you after you die <laughs> just to rub it in your face. Uh, so it made me actually hate the AI even more. Um, I remember when they first launched, the Wookiees, Chewbacca, yes. could dodge, barrel roll, and chuck a grenade at you all at the same time, which you couldn't do even with a controller. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I was like, oh no, we are doomed. We're doomed. Uh, that was really fun. I love Starfighter Assault. I think Starfighter Assault is, obviously because Criterion and Motive like didn't work on it anymore after the game launched. We never got any new updates. Mm-hmm. But Starfighter Assault was amazing. Being able to play Ryloth, Kamino, uh, all the maps, you know, Starfighters were really challenging for me to use at first because they don't work the same like they did in Battlefront 1. Um, But I realized with the way that it moves and all the mechanics had been improved. Uh, Starfighters felt so much more immersive, and if you were really skilled with it, you'd perform really well. Um, That was really fun to play. I love HVV, uh, just being able to play as heroes and and combat. And the community really respects the 1v1. I know there are some people who don't, but... I've been in games where people will just let me have a 1v1 or I'll back off and let two people have a 1v1. Uh, and it's great to see, um, especially without, you know, private matches always to, you know, help out with that. And the last one is Capital Supremacy. This is the game that probably kicked off my channel um, because with the 104th Milsim, which I play a lot with, uh, a lot of guys will just hop into a lobby. 20 of us, we filled in the lobby last, uh, last this actually yesterday. That's awesome. So we're going to be having a video coming out soon. Uh, but we just all communicate together. We'll be like, all right, squad one is these people, squad two is these people. We'll send them to different points. It's so collaborative. It's so much fun. You get to do a tug of war battle. And, and the thing is we nerf ourselves. We, we, don't, we don't play as reinforcements. We don't play as heroes. We only play as uh, the, the main uh, four classes. That's so fun. Uh, but because, 
Yeah, but because we have you know a coordination, it, it's still unfair. Uh, so, we, <laughs> but yeah, it, it's it's really exciting, and that's Capital Supremacy is a game mode where I can play and select. I mean, now they've updated it, so you can select which era, right? Um, but before it was only Clone Wars, and I was like, "Oh my God, this! If I want to play Clone Wars, this is where I go." Uh-huh. Um, and now you can actually still do that because it's split up, but um, it's so much fun. I love Capital Supremacy. It's my favorite game mode by far. That's really interesting. Um, what What's your favorite map? Because one of my favorite editions of Capital Supremacy were the capital ships. Like I love the look and the feel of those, and how like how very unique they are to the the map mm-hmm. structure. But what are your what are your favorite ones? My favorite maps, uh, I think Geonosis is still my favorite map. The I OG. think it was fleshed out really well. The OG, yeah, I'm always happy to get Geonosis. Uh, Kamino and Kashyyyk are also really fun. Um, Felucia I like because it's a new map, though I will say I get a lot of bugs on that map, so um, it feels a little different. But yeah, I did not expect them to build the interiors for the Venator and for the Dreadnought. And it was so exciting to actually play in them. And then they did the same thing for the First Order and yes. for, the, uh, for the Resistance. I remember just sitting there, like, opening all the food on the, on the First <laughs> Order cantina. I was like, oh, my God, there's a pie. There's barbecue pork. There's, like, so much stuff that you can, like, open up. It was so exciting. Um, and it's beautiful. The interior is so well done. They, they put a lot of work into it. And DICE, respect for you for that. that that's awesome. Definitely. Yeah, the, the Resistance ship is my probably my favorite map in the game like just hands down wow. like i love the look of that it captures the 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 feel like that i love in star wars that the rough mm-hmm. the rough like lived in world big mon cali guy yes <laughs> <laughs> yes yes no it's it's so so cool to see um that ship was awesome i like that one too i'm i'm also very interested in your love of the the space combat. So Rogue Wolf. Mm, mm. Uh, last episode we had um, split screen. We had Rogue Wolf. We had Arcross, and we had Ethan. My favorite on. guys. Great, great guys. Rogue was so funny in that episode because <laughs> we're talking about squadrons. I, I, have to, I have to take a list. I have to take a listen. I'm actually. I have your your Spotify opened up on my phone right now. I was actually going to listen to your last episode after we finished today. Yes. <laughs> Rogue is so funny in that episode because this is basically his dream game, Squadrons, and it was so fun really talking about talking with him and going through basically this is the game that was made for him kind of thing because it's mm-hmm. Starfighter Assault and Starfighter Combat in Battlefront 2 is probably the ro- most robust aspect of the game. They haven't touched yeah. it at all, which may be one of the reasons why it's so not buggy. But it's just it, it captures the feel of uh, flying a ship. It it just gets everything right on that front because it's Criterion. Criterion knows vehicle feel. Oh yeah, like the back of their hand. Mm-hmm. But what what drew you to the 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 Starfighter assault? I, I I wonder, and I'm gonna listen to this later. But I, I wonder how much if you guys at all talked about the fleet battles and if you guys are gonna play together and, and all that. I'd love I'd love to hop in a squadron with you guys. Definitely, um, we definitely need yeah, to do that. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. it's not so that that episode was recorded uh, the day before just because of schedules like we weren't able to. Oh, so it was before the trailer Before the, trailer. Before the trailer. It was just the, the oh, teaser wow. stuff. It was it was before the the gameplay reveal. So it was that first the first wave of information on it. So I'm the first guest talking about 
post uh yes so the trailer let, okay, let's wow. talk okay, about this exciting. okay well watching it live very exciting uh Luckily, this time, there was no Gonk Lord spam in the chat on uh, EA <laughs> with slow mode enabled. Very exciting stuff. Uh, being able to see the fact that you can customize so much of your cockpit, of yourself, of your starfighter, uh, really cool to see. The fact that you can do fleet battles, which makes me feel like it looks like a GTA heist like planning, honestly, uh-huh. uh, is what I thought about. Um, but very exciting. I, I saw on Twitter the other day that you can actually fly and attack the main capital ship before you even get past the yeah, first Jay, two, two what, phases. Jay shared that in Reddit or Discord or one of the two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jay shared that, yeah. And I thought that was remarkable. Um, obviously, probably you won't survive, but <laughs> that's really cool to see. Um, I just, I cannot believe that there are so many Starfighter classes that you can use. Uh, and the bombers are the one that appealed to me the most. Just look at the way they like ripped up the capital ships in the, in the trailers. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, that's remarkable. Um, my friend... Uh, Quasar, uh, he's a he's a starfighter main in Battlefront. He was playing the other day. He's like practicing for for squadrons. He shot off his HUD <laughs> and everything. and was trying to trying to shoot down some Tie Fighters. Uh, but yeah, I love just space combat. Star Wars is this is what Star Wars is. You know, like what did amaze people in A New Hope was uh, the starfighter sequence that George Lucas filmed with his little mocks. Um, yes, and it looked remarkable. Uh, and Star Wars is yeah, essentially starfighters. You think of Jedi and everything of that, but like, I really feel like. X-Wing TIE Fighter, that is what Star Wars is. Definitely. Let's go into some of the details. Obviously, this is like news news, but if you listen to this podcast, you listen for the the after, not the right at the, the bleeding edge of the news. So we've got, like you said, we've got the different classes, basically, for the, the ships. We've got mm-hmm. basically... If we're putting in the battlefront terms, we've got the assault, we've got the heavy, we've got the specialist, <laughs> we've got the officer, kind of. On the Republic, the new Republic side, which is always tripping me up, um, we've got the, the T-65 X-Wing, the BTL Y-Wing bomber, the RZ-1 A-Wing, and then the U-Wing as well, which is a support craft. Mm-hmm. And on the imp- And the Y-Wing. Yes, the Y-Wing. Uh, and then the Imperials, we've got the the Tie Fighter, the OG, the 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 Tie SA Bomber, <laughs> the the Tie Interceptor, and the the Tie Reaper. It's it's really awesome. Um, we're going to be playing as squads of five, so two squads of five mm-hmm. versus each other, five v five. You get mm-hmm. together with a squad, which you make your own squadron, which is like the dream, <laughs> the dream situation it is the dream. dream what are you gonna play as first when you get the game i'm probably gonna go with the basically the the all around or maybe i did have a lot of fun with the bomber in, in battlefront 2 so i may do that as well but just depending mm, on delicious on who we we get to play with but we're we're definitely gonna have some streams or together and get get some squads going because that's just gonna be so much fun this is red five standing by exactly I, I can't wait to do that i can't wait to do that um i want to do i want to do some y-wing bombing runs we did this a lot in battlefront but i want to actually do it like first person uh hopefully vr um just fly a line of y-wing bombers and just bomb the heck out of the, the yes <laughs> it's it's gonna be so much fun oh my goodness oh i know i can't wait and you know there's going to be reddits or and discords mm-hmm. all about like playing in character that that's just going to be so much fun <laughs> 
it's funny because I, I definitely in my mind I'm like, gosh, like why would people do that? But then I think about it and like I'm totally I'm doing that for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be so much fun. Uh, let's talk. I can't wait. Let's talk about the the different modes that they've got. First off, I just want to mention how beautiful the game looks. Oh my god, it looks gorgeous. I was. So... Have you seen the maps? Have you seen the planets that you can you can fly around? Yes. The yeah. The... Just the little like thumbnails that they've got. Oh my goodness! If they look mm-hmm. half as mm-hmm. pretty as the thumbnails that they've got there, it's just going to be insane. Oh, hundred percent. It it's going to be so dope. I'm I'm so excited for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I can't believe that you can interact with your dashboard. Um, the one thing that got me was the Ewok bobblehead. I really want one. Yeah. Now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the fact that like everything is just so beautiful, sparks fly. Oh god, it, it's so exciting to see. Um, I'm sure the dogfights will be really intense. Definitely. Assuming there's another pilot behind that other ship that I'm flying after. Oof, we're gonna be in circles. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Do you like the fact that you, you can stop your ship? like Not in like Battlefront where you keep flying forward, but you can actually stop your ship and rotate it in place. I think a that's pivot. a really cool addition. Um, it's definitely going to change up the, the way people play. So instead of being in an endless circle like you would in Battlefront, you can definitely plan it out a little more. And with the, the different... The different classes, I think you'll be able to play around with planning a little more than you would in Battlefront. Because it's in Battlefront, it was very reactive, and I think this one you can plan a little bit better, um, mm-hmm. just depending on how how everything goes. But I, that's a cool mm-hmm. cool addition. Uh, what do you what do you what are your thoughts on it? Oh, I, I love it. I mean, it's it's so cool to see. Um, I, I, I do you ever see that? Uh, there's like an anime X Wing versus Tie Fighter thing that's yes. made on YouTube. That's what I'm thinking about when I'm thinking of... Because you see the people in there. They're, like, diverting power from their engines to their shields or vice versa. And then you're seeing that you can do that in this game, which I'm remarkably amazed by. Like, I can imagine, like, me diverting all my power to my engines, flying towards the capital ship, and then being shot down because I didn't divert anything to my shields. Yes. <laughs> uh, that's such an immersive experience that I think gives a lot of power to the players and is going to completely change the way we play. Definitely. What are 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 you a story player person? Um, yes. Okay. <laughs> I I know some people like play Battlefront and don't play the the campaign at all. Um, mm-hmm. Which I'm. I have to play through a campaign at least once. Yes. Um, except for the Call of Duty games, I never play through the campaign for Call of Duty. But for Halo, I I would definitely Star Wars games. I always play through the campaign because it, it they always do something with the storyline and there's always an important character plus when i was in multiplayer and i was playing as Iden versio and i was and i didn't know who she was i was like why am i playing as her uh-huh, exactly <laughs> only thing i don't like about the the difference between the multiplayer and the campaign in battlefront is that you can't roll as Iden. oh yeah you can't do that it drives me crazy yeah how come that's the case I, d- I don't know. I think it may have been the the separate teams and not just really thinking about it that way. But it, it always it always messes with my brain when I'm playing the campaign and it's like ah I can't roll no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's actually really funny that you bring that up. I'm super excited though for the story of Squadrons. That's going to be a really really fun addition. Uh, so we see that you get to play as the Empire and that's the Rebel 
do you think it goes back and forth or is it you play as one and play it through and then you play as the other and you play it through that's what i'm i'm confused about I, from what they've said and what i've seen it looks like it's going to be you pick one side and you play through that storyline but okay it may be i think just story-wise it may be better if they just go both sides but how does that mean i mean my question is you're playing chess against yourself so if you do really well because they said something about you doing well on one side affects the other side mm -hmm. so am i just making it harder for myself <laughs> like with each game i play I, i'm really not sure <laughs> it, it may be that it's just you pick one side you play through that story and then you have to go back and play through the other side but possibly mm. that could be cool or i'm not It'll definitely be interesting to see how that goes through because they haven't been like. Sounds super like a lot of people clear. are going to play Empire. Yeah, uh, from what I heard. Yeah. Uh, as usual, are are you a rebel or an Empire guy? For for Starfighters, I'm rebel. I, I like the variation in ships, and I also want to be able to play it as an X-wing with the target locator or something. Yes. You know, that's that's what Star Wars is. What about you? I'm more of a rebels guy. Nice. I rooted for the rebels when I watched Star Wars, and I like to to recreate that in in Battlefront. Mm hmm. Yeah, you're gonna have a great experience. I, I hope, yeah. as well as you know, everyone else. <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna be fun. So we've got the story mode. We've got the dogfight, which is the the five v five mission. Is simple. But the execution requires mm -hmm. skill. Fine tune your loadouts for speed and accuracy. Compose your squadron with different starfighter classes and eliminate the enemy to claim your glory. And then they also have the fleet battles, which is uh, unite with your squadron online or play against bots to tip the scales in monumental fleet battles. A multi-stage objective-based contest between two squadrons of five. Something that I was so, so glad to see was cross-play. Oh, yeah. That is awesome. I'm so glad that games are doing this now. Yes. Thank God we live in this day and age. I'm so excited about that. I'm right there with <laughs> you. Oh, my gosh. I think it, it opens yeah. up just... So you should be able to play with your friends no matter what, what um, console or what platform they play on and 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 that's yeah I'm, I'm very happy that you know the game companies are finally allowing people to cross play and and you know not i don't want to use this term necessarily but like penalize people for buying one console versus another mm -hmm. um from being able to play with other people online you know that was a big limitation when we were doing our battlefront uh collaboration videos everyone's on different consoles uh, but the one that they all had in common was PC, so that was wonderful. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> except, except yours truly until a week after. But <laughs> <laughs> that's something I'm so. When when they announced that, I was like, "Are, are you serious? You're, you're not pulling my leg? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Is, is this mm -hmm. real?" And I'm so happy that that's a Me thing. Too. I really Me wish too. that they had added it to Battlefront, or like they were able to open that up. But uh, from what I hear, it's a ground level problem that they weren't able to do. Any any final notes? I know you have to hop off soon, but any any final yeah, notes yeah. on on Battlefront and the the community and um, the state of things right now? With the Battlefront community, I I want to say that uh, you know there's a large number of you out there you know who who spread your love for Star Wars and enjoy each other's company and and are very positive, and I I hope that that the community continue to move towards that direction where people you know support each other. Uh, enjoy the game together and you know spread that that like love and, and affection for for you know the the series that we all watched growing up and continue to watch to this day um yeah i don't know i really like promoting positivity and and community uh so focusing on those aspects i think moving on would be 
splendid for for everyone definitely that's something i'm super proud of our community for in the battlefront podcast is like if i had only three fingers i could probably count on one hand the amount of like negativity that we've had through our community are the people that listen to our podcast are some of the best people fantastic fantastic i i i've never engaged with the community that's been on star wars Battlefront podcast but they sound like amazing people from what i've heard from you and from from everyone else who's been involved uh, with your previous episodes. So I'm very excited to hear that this community exists and definitely bravo on you for, for, you know, engaging with this community and, and keeping them, uh, on the right side of the, the force, <laughs> the, the Venn diagram of people who listen to podcasts and listen to, uh, or play battlefront in the middle is just awesome people <laughs> And between those two. I love it. It's just awesome people. <laughs> I'm sure it's a big middle section there. Yeah, I, I, I sure hope so. It's it's great. Uh, we actually a couple like two months ago we surpassed two hundred thousand downloads for our podcast. Wow, that is remarkable. I'm so like impressed. Congratulations, that is remarkable. Thank you. It's so many people. It's crazy wow. to think that a, a game that uh, my brother and I started five years ago, a, a podcast on the, on one game is able to do that like it, it blows my mind did you start what was the game you started on if battlefront ask, just out of so wow we started the podcast a week or two before battlefront 2015 launched we actually bought our we know ne- wow. we had never had a playstation before battlefront we bought the darth vader playstation um specifically to play battlefront my god Wow. I, well, it's remarkable. I'm so happy you're doing it five years later and have <laughs> succeeded in such a way. You are my one of my favorite creators that exists in battle the Battlefront community. Um, Thank you so much. I, I said I said this to you earlier, but you know, for the for the viewers, you know, this guy's voice is like so rich. You know, it's it's amazing. I love his voice. <laughs> <laughs> I could listen to it all day long. Thank you. Um, but yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for having me on. Thank I you for joining. Say thank you. This has been. I've been wanting to have you on for a while, and it's finally like, why? Why haven't <laughs> I actually just like reached out to him? So this has been shucks, man. Super fun. I'm such. I'm so flattered. I'm so flattered. I'm so happy to be on. And honestly, I'm very excited to work on some projects with you. Um, I know we teased a little bit about it, but yeah, it'll be it'll be an awesome time. Definitely. So stay tuned for uh, both of our channels for some awesome, awesome stuff. I think that's about it for this episode of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. You can find us on Twitter at SWB Podcast and links to all of the awesome guests in this episode and their Twitter and channels will be in the description of this episode. You can also find us on Instagram at SWB Podcast. You can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash battlefrontpodcast or through PayPal, paypal.me slash sheep. T-Y-E-D-Y-E-S-H-E-E-P. A great free way to support the show is through leaving a review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you can find podcasts and leave a review. We'd greatly appreciate it. We love hearing your thoughts on the show as well as feedback. A new thing we are doing, we are streaming every Saturday on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. We've had three streams so far, and all of them have been really, really fun. The first one, I just streamed instant action while I was figuring out the settings for streaming, but the other two are really great. The second one was just me talking about the future of the show and Star Wars games and, uh, interacting with the the awesome people that joined on the stream. 
the third one we've done was with Ethan, and we played all kinds of different game modes within Battlefront, as well as 1v1s from Battlefront 2015. So stay tuned to the channel for that and even more Wayfinder guests. You can listen to the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you can find podcasts, you can find this show. As always, thanks for listening, and may the Force be with you.